We made it. How's it going? Yes, sir. This it's is the hot. intro. Let me tell you, folks, this is Tim and Lincoln Show. I'm your host, Timmin. And we're not in Kansas anymore. Well, actually, we are. Oh, yeah. And uh, Lincoln's not in Kansas anymore. Lincoln's not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's legit. <clears throat> Hopefully, this sounds pretty good. We'll, we did not test this. And we just opened our beers. Let's see. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. We might pause. We might pause and, and try again. Um, nah, we're not gonna one take only and one take only. We're here, Tim and Lincoln show in Kansas. If you can't tell, it's hot. It's real hot. It's real hot. Uh, probably there's a, probably a little echo from the barn we're in. Yep. If you can't we can't see it right now, but we are in rolling prairies. Is that the yeah, it's just I think so. Farmland all around us. It's pretty sweet, actually. Who knows what it was, but it's definitely farmland now. It used to be natives, native yeah, Indians. Yeah, probably. Probably um, lots of buffalo. Buffalo, yeah, but we killed them all. <laughs> us Americans, we killed them all. That was us. It is what it is. Uh, say it with your breast. <laughs> What's the dog's name? Buck. Buck. Buck, come here. Come here, Buck. Oh, can you see Buck here? If you guys aren't watching the YouTube video, you should. This is Buck. He is a good dog. Um, and uh, yeah, we're here. Welcome back. This is. It's been weird. It's been. I'm kind of like out of my, out of sync a little bit because it's been a couple days since I podcasted for yeah. the Tim and Lincoln show. Yeah, it's been a couple days. It's weird. Takes but a minute to get back into it. We're huh? back. We're back to it. It'll take a little bit. Uh, Lincoln's not here. We decided to take a little trip to see Allison's uh, grandparents. So yes, that's where sir. we're at. If you can see our background, it's actually pretty sick there. Uh, this is a, a little plug to watch the YouTube video if you're listening on our audio. But behind us is tractor seats Yeah. from all over the place. And let's, let's take a look real quick. <laughs> you got Sally. There's Sally right here. Um, a Hoosier tractor right there. Um there's some, from, some South Bend. Yeah, some Illinois, Ohio, Nebraska. Stuff from all over the place. New York. It's pretty cool. All different yeah. colors. We thought this would be a cool way to do this. We were trying to find a place that had electricity and then also a place we could actually uh, podcast at that was light enough. We want to do outside, but it's pretty hot and it's tough to find electricity. And um, It's cool. I, I'll tell you what. This place is pretty legit. <laughs> I am impressed with how cool this is. Uh, there it is. It is. We're kind of remote. We're pretty remote, and it's pretty legit. Let me tell you. In the middle of nowhere, we took the four wheeler out and just drove miles on dirt roads. Yeah, we were four wheeling you know pretty that, hard. Like country life. Yeah, we didn't see a human soul. Uh, we saw a lot. We saw a cattle skull, but not a human soul. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was pretty wild. Yeah. And the drive here wasn't too bad, actually. It was. We probably we crushed it. We just got in the got in the car and went with it. See all these flies around here. So, yeah. How's your week been? Mine. Yep. Uh. Well, it's vacation, so that's nice. Nice. That's always a plus. Yep. Mm-hmm. Only had to work two days. Oh, that's not day bad. Day and a half, really. That was awesome. Yeah. No, my week was good too. Yeah. I'm not on vacation. I'm working oh. here in here in. Uh, I can't get this to stop. Here in uh, Kansas, I I'm working. So that that's not too bad though. It's been good. Getting things done 
it's kind of nice that I'm really blessed to work at a job that allows me to have a little flexibility. Big time flexibility. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, I do miss Lincoln. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stinking Lincoln. I miss him. You should be here for the podcast. I know. I know. And it was weird because like what we did three, we did our podcast on Sunday and we haven't podcasted since. So I'm excited to kind of hear what he's up to. Now I can tell you what he's doing. I can tell you exactly what Lincoln's been doing. What's that? He's been riding his bike, working on bike projects. He's been uh, he's been watching some movies. Yeah. Or TV show, probably. So both. Malcolm in the Middle, probably. Yeah, Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> he's been working. He's been crying. He's been getting up at five a.m. and running every morning. Why so sad? Yeah, why so sad, Lincoln? Because I'm not there, obviously. <laughs> he did tell me he's he's watering my garden, so I, I do appreciate that. Uh, I never, I think last week I told Aaron I'd post a picture or video of my garden, but I haven't got to it. So, sorry, Aaron. Later. Later. Yeah, so here we are. We got questions. We got a lot of different questions. You guys came through, uh, dropped a ton of different questions on us, which is sweet. Excited to get to those. Um trying to think what what content do we want to talk about drinking you're drinking a miller high life yes the champagne of beers yep i am drinking a uh moscow mule came in jack now i have a story about miller high life you want to hear it yeah definitely so in college grace college of course um one of my co-workers who ran Fizzplant asked me to watch his house Okay. And so I thought that would be a great time to watch his house and also drink a little bit and hang out with some of my friends. So we did. You know what beer we bought? Miller Highlight. The Champagne of Beers. No way. First time I ever had it. And it was pretty solid. Yeah. I'll tell you what, when I first started drinking, I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> when I first started drinking, I bought a 30 rack of Miller High Life. And I would drink one of those and be buzzed. One be- one can. one beer, just super buzzed. And by the time I was done with the whole thirty cans, <laughs> I had a pretty good tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was like, "Oh, this is crazy. This is wild." But then after that, it's like, "Okay, I'm never gonna have this tolerance again." You yeah. Know? So yeah, I remember that. Built long your tolerance time. on Miller High Life. Not mm-hmm. a bad time. It was cheap. It was like twenty bucks for thirty cans. You oh, know, man. the dollar to to the cost of it was affordable for. Someone who was paying all their money at Grace College, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, was not a good kid at Grace College. Let me tell you that. <laughs> I was a good kid. I think I was a good kid. I didn't party too hard. I partied sometimes, but not not super hard. So yeah, it's a nice it's a nice chill beer. It's not anything too crazy. Yeah, I enjoy it. It's yep. like smooth. Yeah, smooth. Yeah, yeah. You have any college drinking stories? No, I didn't drink in college because I also went to Grace College, and uh, I'm a rule follower at heart, so. Well, I drank on study abroad. I drank some wine in Argentina. That was you sinner. I know. <laughs> the only not... place you could feel free to imbibe halfway across the yeah. globe. In a totally different country, country. that does not speak English yeah. and I have any Grace College vibes, there you felt safe. Yes. <laughs> Is it secret? Is it safe? Can I drink? Nice. No, I saved all of my drinking for... Later, later in life, life. <laughs> <laughs> when the prefrontal cortex was fa- f- was finished, already yeah. closed mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> man 
Well, I'll tell you what. I saw a, a Facebook post of uh, not a Facebook post, a LinkedIn, a LinkedIn post, an Instagram post of Gian, and um, I just want to say he's losing some weight. I was, and he he was way talking, to go, John. Yeah, John's crushing it. Shout out to John. He he's been losing some weight, and then also he is having a little bit of difficulty because this week in Bowling Green, Ohio, it's the fair. Oh. And all he can think about fair is fair food. food. Ooh. Now, I bet he did not have a good time listening to our podcast as we were talking about all the fair food we ate last week. The, oh, mini, donuts, the mini donuts, the elephant ears, the pork burgers, corn dog, the tortuga trip. What was it? Saratoga chips. Yeah. I always want to say tortuga chips. Is there a healthy option at the fair, do you think? Yes, it's the dairy barn, it's the grilled cheese, and the custard. <laughs> yeah. It's the only good stuff there. At least it's made with real stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. One, I, I'll tell you this. One, I worked at the fair. I was telling Allison this, and John, I'll tell you too. I worked at the fair for um, two years in a row as a, as a carny. I was a carny. Worked at the fair, and then they liked me so much that they asked me to work at Plymouth Blueberry Festival. Oh, the yeah, big guns. Yeah, the big guns. So I was able to work there, and um, I did... The funnel cake stand, I did the elephant ear stand, I worked at the Philly cheesesteak spot, I worked at the fried um, vegetable spot, and then my favorite, the spot that I think I, I uh, well, I did uh, the deep fried candy bars, Oh, I did that, but we had a deep fried butter one year, and so I was able to, to, to actually help out with that, that was kind of fun. Did you do any of the cooking, like the frying? Yeah, stuff? I was frying, and then also did the, the register. Now, they didn't let all of us do the register, they... They, they had like hierarchies of carnies because a lot of these carnies would steal money because it's all cash. Oh. So the so highest level people are the ones that who would the, handle the cash. Stuff. And so they started letting me do that because I didn't steal stuff. No way. Yeah. And they, they had ways of like checking in on you if you're stealing cash. They were really, they were sneaky about it. Um, and they'd tell me all these stories. I, I, the, there's two brothers who ran it. Um, and they would go, they spent pretty much all of their summer, spring, summer, fall doing festivals and fairs all over the United States. And their favorite fair was the Go the Goshen Fair. The Elkhart County the Elkhart Fair. County fair. And they all, and I mean, they're big, you know, it's like around the world food or whatever. That's, that's the, that's the booth. But they actually had pictures of them when they were kids at this fair and they lived in Florida. Oh. Pictures of them. As kids at this fair, and it, it flooded in like the 70s or the 80s, and they're in a canoe going down the main strip where we were at, where all of those like pork burgers and sheep barns oh, no and stuff, way. Uh, paddling. Yeah, so they showed me that. That was pretty cool. <laughs> one time I went and cut onions all day. That's all I did, and it was one of the trailers. You know where we did the little 5K run? We're yeah. in the back of the fair. It's kind of behind all the all like the campground. Yeah, area. it's like a campground slash trailers and stuff. And I was back there and I just peel. I cut onions in an RV for a whole day. Did you just cry all day? I was a sad fellow. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what the difference is between a funnel cake and an elephant ear? I do not actually. Please tell me. Yeah, I'll tell you. So funnel cake is made with cake batter. Okay. And an elephant ear is made with donut batter. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that oh, crazy? Who would have thought? They're both same type of, um, you know, you deep fry it and and then you serve it. And the thing about funnel cake, what they do is they layer it. You layer it on top of each other as on the on the oil. Mm -hmm. Now, elephant ear, you flatten out and then pop it in. 
Um, so, but yeah, different dough and a little bit different way that they make it and serve it. But yeah, what I found out too is how much it actually costs to make an elephant ear and uh, funnel cake. Do you want to know how much that is? <laughs> yeah. So, do you know how much you purchase one for? Like five bucks. Five to maybe. seven dollars, yeah. depending on what you want toppings it's and all. It's probably like twenty cents. Less. You're, you're close. Less. Uh, ten cents. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my word! They're making bank. So for every funnel cake you buy, stores. they're spending ten cents on that funnel cake in costs. Now labor might be a little bit different, but just the cost of the, the actual cake. And then they make uh, a four dollar and ninety cent profit, which is pretty crazy. So that is, yeah. Yeah, a lot of the workers that I worked with at the fair were um, like Romanian. They are South African. Um, okay. A lot of them that I worked with. Back in the day. Now, they would go each fair. They would find new people to help out at the fairgrounds, at the place that they're at. Um, but most of them, they... They, uh, they brought with them? They brought with them and so they would travel. travel. Yeah, so they would come to the United States and spend their summer and fall traveling with the fair. <laughs> oh, and I guess it was pretty rough. Like, they got paid decently-ish, but their room and board was covered and they just worked all day at the fair. And I'm like, that sounds awful. Sounds like a long summer. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like a long summer. So I guess it's a way to see... See the world. See the world. But you're stuck at a fairground yep. every time. Yeah. They loved me. They loved me because I did not steal from them. And they would tell me that all the time. Like, the two brothers. And so they, they like, would text me all the time to come work for them because I wouldn't steal stuff from them. Yeah. And I could do math well and... I had to take a test to work at the fair. To a math test? Mm-hmm. No way. And I was the first one to have it done, and I got all right. And it was pretty simple math. It was just like quick, quick change like math. Change yep. So I was able to rock that out. So, yeah, some good times spending at the fair. I'd always come home smelling like grease, and they never paid me except in cash. And so I get paid like, you know, 12 bucks in cash. Oh, Just under the table. And so I'd work, you know, the 12 hours at the fair and come home with, couple hundred bucks in my pocket per oh, day nice. so that was pretty nice yeah it was it was not actually a bad that's not time. a bad gig yep just worked hard and they they loved me so how old were you like uh 16 17 mm-hmm. uh no 17 18 because i did the plymouth festival when i was living at grace my first year got some people from grace college to go make some money in, at the plymouth festival so that's kind of cool nice but um yeah it was it was actually not too bad it was a good time um yeah yeah my little fair stories, my little carny stories. <laughs> I loved talking to them all because they were all just really interesting people. Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah, just unique people. And you'd be moved from booth to booth. I wasn't always at the same booth. And so certain foreigners would be at one location the whole time. And so you would have, uh, you know, your Romanian who's been running for the, the whole summer she would always be at this spot or he would always be at that spot. And so I would work in this booth and I'd help out, but I'd get to meet this Romanian or this, this you know, South African or this Floridian because there's a lot of Floridians. That do. <laughs> that carny would, yeah, carny no work. Way. Yep. That makes sense. makes sense. Yeah, it makes total <laughs> sense. And so, um, yeah, so that's cool. I, I, uh, I made friends with a bunch of Romanians and I would always go to their, uh, when I was off, I would go and say hey to them and talk to them for a while. And nice. Catch up with them. They're super cute. What an intercultural foreign. experience. Yep, at the 4-H Fair. Yeah. That's what that, 4-H thought? Fair's about a couple different things. It's about agriculture. Yeah. And it's about diversity. Yeah. It's about obesity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's about dehydration. Dehydration. It's a good time. <laughs> so, John, I hope you do well, man. I hope you uh, get through 
Fair week. Fair week, man. It's tough. And he, I, he said on his on his uh, Facebook post, or not his Facebook post, his Snapchat, LinkedIn, um, Instagram post. He said on his Instagram post that he could hear the fair from his house. So. Oh, the temptation is there all the time. Oh, John, though you walk through the valley of death, you shall fear no evil. <laughs> for thy rod and thy staff is there to guide you. I think. I think that's how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, we got a ton of questions from you guys. We we bumped uh, a lot of different. Um, I I was pushing the the post a bunch on Twitter, and I hope Lincoln Lincoln posted on his uh, Instagram. I don't know, maybe I haven't checked. So, but let's hopefully, get to it. let's get to the questions. Um, they're on my laptop. Oh, get that. Okay. Sorry. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I also saw an Instagram post of Aaron. He was with three buddies, but I gotta tell you, Aaron had the best mustache out of all of them. Not that I'm biased or anything, but I'm definitely biased. I also saw that. Saw that. He was looking pretty. It was impressive. It said "styled by Aaron." I have to say. Yeah, Aaron has a solid style. I'm impressed. Let's do this so that doesn't go. Okay, man. I hope this recording's good. We'll see what we'll not. Okay. Um. Yeah. Let's just let's just jump into this. We'll start with this. We'll get we'll get to it, and we'll see what happens. So, this is a really great question from our homie Aaron. Speaking of Aaron, he says, "Why is Kansas not pronounced like Arkansas? Kinsaw. So why is Kansas not pronounced like Kinsaw?" That's a really good question. It's a really good question. I wonder what what Arkansas was named out. It is Arkansas. Or why the maybe the other question here is why isn't Arkansas called Arkansas. It's the reverse. Reverse psychology here. Reverse. Reverse. Yeah. I think maybe. Do you think it's a Native American name like Kansas? No, I think it's not. It sounds French to me. Really? Oh, it could be. Could be Kinsall. Kinsall might be Native American. You're right. Or French. Or French. They could be both. I know nothing about the history of the West of the Midwest, really. You know what's interesting? Yeah. Last week or on Monday, I was talking about to Lincoln about the the rabbit hole I went down with the Native Americans where they're, you know, yeah. how are they related, Jewish stuff, things like that. And I go to my mom's birthday. Shout out to my mom. It was her birthday last week. Uh, 29, 30, 35. I think she turned 35. And so she, she we, we had a birthday party. And um, my dad had a book that has, so it's a, it's a secular book. It's not a, it's not a biblical professor or anything. It's a secular archaeologist who has put all this stuff together about Native Americans being introduced to Jewish Egyptian cultures. Oh, no way. Yeah. So Native Americans, Jewish Egyptian cultures. There's the, there's the gator going on, going on by. If you can't hear it. <laughs> You know, he took one look at us and said, what the heck are they doing? <laughs> yeah. Podcasting. No one in Kansas knows what podcasting is, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> oh, no. So, um, yeah, they, they uh, so there is connection to the Native Americans and also um, a lot of different things with a lot of different of uh, older cultures. Like, for, for instance, um, they literally have, this, they have this, there's, cave writings of the months in Native American areas that are literally named the same way that the months are for the Jewish calendar. Oh, okay. Like, stuff like that. Yeah. But, yeah, to answer your question, 
uh, Aaron. I think it's just, you know, why is GIF pronounced GIF? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's the people. Somebody decided that. The culture, yeah. right. It's it's not, it's not, I, you're right. I, I wish it was Kinsaw or Arkansas. Why, why is it? Oh, why? yeah. Arkansas is kind of the South. Arkansas. I don't know if it has to do with the accent and the pronunciation. Could be the South. Kansas yeah. is pretty Midwestern, like, like not really. Yeah. A, it's not South. It's not South at no. all. Yeah. No, it's pretty mis- Midwestern. So yeah, solid question, Aaron. You know what? These questions are brought to us by Golf Lessons with John. John is a golf professor. He is a native golf swinger. He's a, a swinger. A legend. He's a legend. And uh, he gives golf lessons. You can follow him on Golf Lessons with John on Facebook. And let me tell you, when you go on the Facebook, there's a lot of junk on there. But there are people out there creating just beautiful things, like beautiful pathways of hope, like beautiful um, like oasises in the midst of a desert of, of garbage. And that's Golf Lessons with John. He's an oasis on Facebook. And when you follow him, I can tell you weekly – if not bi-weekly, you will find a little refreshment when you, when you see his posts on your, your Facebook feed. That's Golf Lessons with John on Facebook. Make sure to go follow him. He pays us. We talk about him. It's a win-win situation. And a breath of fresh air. And a breath of fresh air. In the world of golf. Great. So second question. This is from Brian. So what is that this? That was a tractor or something. Maybe. We are definitely in Kansas. Let me tell you. Oh, oh there yeah, it goes. That's a huge tractor. <laughs> Holy cow. That's like a tractor that you'd see on Farming Simulator. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's going to go get hay. That's wild. Dude, those tires are bigger than my house. <laughs> Not really, but they're pretty large They're probably tires. tall. Sorry, yeah. sorry folks. Um, sweet. So, uh, Brian asks, um, so... How do I explain this? A couple of weeks ago, someone asked, last Friday, someone asked us FMK, mm-hmm. which is uh, French kiss, marry, or kill. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, we asked our audience what they would do, French kiss, marry, or kill. And this is what Brian says. He came up with his own definition for the F version. Oh, yeah. He says fornicate, which is really what the F means. <laughs> yeah. But I like the French kiss better. We're a family show. <laughs> he says he would fornicate with Lincoln. Gross. He would marry Joe, and he would kill Timmy. So, Brian, I think you have issues. (laughs) I mean, whoever has the balls to answer that question. Yeah, we we put it in, like, the the person asked FMK and then question mark, and we're like, well, what does that mean? And so then, then we figured out what it meant, and then we're like, there's no who, what, where, you know? Yeah. And so... We then put stipulations on it. It was Lincoln, myself, and Joe. Yeah, so you, you had put figure, those stipulations. You had to figure it out. Yeah. So, yeah, Brian, thank you for answering. Um, we'd love to hear our audience. Who would you French kiss? Who would you marry? And who would you kill? Or come up with your own version of FMK. Yeah, we don't want to hear that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, do whatever you want. We, don't, we ain't going to hate. We don't get hate. All right, okay. Um, here we go. Here's our next one. This one is uh, uh, optional. The name is left optional. It's blank. And it says, confession of my love for cheese. That's all. So shout out to you for loving 
Cheese. I love cheese too. Yeah, my favorite's Gouda. Your favorite's Gouda? Yeah, I like a good pepper jack, but Gouda's pretty solid too. Um, I do love goat cheese as well. Goat cheese low-key slaps if if you have the right additional things to eat with it. Yeah. I wouldn't probably just Mixed eat goat cheese right alone. Yeah. But like smeared on some bread with some like, I don't know, honey or whatever. But even mozzarella, like fresh mozzarella and tomato and basil. Oh, a little pesto. Let's go. That mozzarella is good too. So yeah, I totally agree with this person. Confession for their love of cheese. I also love cheese as well. And so we are kindred spirits. What do you think? Could be. You know what I think? What? I feel really bad for anyone who's lactose intolerant. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. They're missing out. It sucks. It does suck. Let's see here. Can I go to the next one? Nope. Okay, let's try this. All right. Um, This is from Abe. Yo, shout out to Abe. Hey, Abe. Yeah. He says, what social group do you think runs the world? Man, this is a good question. Ooh. Lincoln needs to be here for this question. Maybe. Well, Lincoln, we'll have to ask you what you, what you think. We could phone a friend. Can I phone a friend? Should I, should I phone him real quick? Yeah, should I phone see. Lincoln real quick? You know what? That's a really good idea. Let's phone him up. What? Do you have any ideas? Do you have one that popped in your uh, mind yeah, right I do, away? Yeah, I but I want to hear what Lincoln has to say. Let's call yeah. him. It's a live look at us calling Lincoln. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's not going to answer. Oh. He's probably riding his bike or something. He probably What's Lincoln is. doing at 5.30 on a uh, Thursday. Thursday? He's probably crying. <laughs> Lincoln. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Should I leave a message? Go for it. Two, six, oh. zero, four. Four, nine. Oh, you can't hear this. You can't hear it. You can't hear it. <laughs> 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 At the tone, please record your message. When you finish recording, you may hang up or press one for Whoops. more options. Whoops. Hey, Lincoln. Hey, this is Tim, and I got a question for you. Um, we're doing the podcast, and, and, and feel free to text me or give me a call back, but I'd love to know what social group you think runs the world. So, yeah, think about that. Let me know. Uh, we'll discuss later if you are crying or bike riding. Who knows what you're doing? Hoping you're doing something great. Bye. So I, I got to be honest. I don't know if it's like a specific social group, but I feel like money kind of is the... The mon- money? Yeah. Like money runs the world. Yeah. That's a really good... That's really um, good. I was thinking the Amish. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Running the world? Yeah, definitely. Like they're the ones controlling everything? They control the farmland. Yeah. And they have the spiritual authority to put curses on people. Oh. I don't know if that's this true. A new idea. I'm just making that up. <laughs> Though I do believe in Amish curses. Have you heard one before? I have not, but I don't believe I do believe in Amish blessing too. Oh, okay. I'm just joking. That's all bull. <laughs> Karen's. Karen's oh, run the world. You know what? You're right. Yeah. Multi level marketing boss babes run the world. The people who <laughs> won't take no for an answer. Yeah. Maybe the Freemasons. You know what? They could be a part of that. They're too. like an elite. Yeah. You know, like the, the, the Illuminati. Everyone says Illuminati. Here's a really unpopular take: the Jews. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're gonna get censored for sure, and that's how you know <laughs> who runs the world. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I think uh, you know this is this is really. I don't know if it's a group. I think it's one individual. Satan. 
He is the prince of the earth. Prince he has, yeah. yeah, prince of the air, prince of the earth. He he has a lot of control here, and so, you know, I don't know if it's one group. It could be one group at one time, but I think he might be. Uh, well, let's not speak that into existence. What <laughs> Satan running the world? He already does. Oh, you think? Yeah, he has control and dominion over it. Hmm. That's why when Jesus came, right? He was went to the desert, and Satan said, "I can give you all of this because he owned it." Because it was our authority at one time, and now it's his, I think. Because we gave it up. Oh. Back in Eden. So that would make sense, all the nefarious things. Yeah. I mean, who controls the world? I mean, who controls the, the universe? Who's bigger? God, God. obviously, right? But Satan runs Sorry. the world. That's my, my opinion. But I like oh. the idea of uh, when I sit there and I think about what's the closest to Satan was like the closest you know it's definitely a multi-level marketing mobs so <laughs> that's my answer ape great question what do you think you said money i, I think you're money. right too i think yeah. money is a big factor or just the yeah i think i mean like karen vibes is a big thing People karen vibes take no yep yeah. um jay asks what is your hottest take Ooh, what is your hottest take what do you think hottest take means? I was going to ask you that, too. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many things that have a hot like take. Like, what's on. the most maybe woke thing you know? Or what's, like, the most thing that you think you know that no one else knows? What is the hottest take? I don't have anything figured out. I think that changes weekly, yeah, Jay. definitely. Um, I don't know. This week I've been thinking my hottest take is that um, we are created in the image of God and God is a creator. Therefore, we are creators. And so I think my hottest take right now is the, everything around us, whether it's entertainment, food and drink, people, you know, ideas, oppression, all that stuff is just to take away from our ability to create. Because if we acted in the ability to create all the time, we would be pretty powerful. People wouldn't know how to handle that. Mm. So you got to think, a lot of the world around us has come from ideas, people creating. So the world that we live in right now, how awesome it is, comes from creation of individuals. So, of course, uh, you know, all that freedom that comes with that creation, like the fact that we don't have to worry about food or what, I mean, it comes with other stuff, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of freedom that comes with that. And so sometimes people don't want people to have the freedom to do that. So they take away the ability for them to create because that's who they are. That's what their purpose is, is to create stuff. Hmm. So that's my hottest take right now, but that could change. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Nice. <clears throat> Here is another question. And it's not really a question. It's uh, and That's what it says. It's from Aunt Suze. What up, Aunt Suze? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, hey. Yeah, this is Lincoln's, Lincoln's favorite aunt. aunt. Yeah. We miss Lincoln. He said, She says, not a question. And I've been catching up on podcasts, but I'm a little late. But congratulations to Tim and, and so for us being engaged, I assume. Thank you, Aunt Suze. Mm -hmm. Yeah, big stuff. You want to pop that ring up? Just a little fling it. See it? 
Whoop, whoop, whoop. Watch the YouTube video to see it. <laughs> it's so big that it sh- shimmers and you can catch it on the GoPro. It's the only feature of our us that you can see on the GoPro. It's the <laughs> blinding, really. It's blinding, really. Yeah. Uh, but she says, congratulations to Lincoln on selling your car. That's huge. That's, that's yeah. a big one. Honestly, pretty massive. We're very <laughs> yeah. thankful for it. So thank you, Aunt Suze. Yeah, shout out to you. I hope you keep crushing it. Um, I hope... I hope she keeps crushing it. Yeah. I know she does some photography and stuff, so she's a creative. So keep creating, Aunt Suze. We love you. All right. Here is, um, okay, I don't know if I want to do this one or if I want to go for my, let's go this way. Let's do this one. This is from John. Golf Lessons with John on Facebook. He says, if you guys could live in someone else's shoe for a day, who would it be? Mm. Why? And what would you do? So this is this is his answer, okay? Before we, or do we want to answer and then we want to listen to his answer? Go for it. You can. I don't want this to influence you. I'll, I'll say it anyways. Yeah. I think I would want to be Joey Chestnut because he's currently ranked. One second. These flies are. Oh. Um, beer down. Beer down. These flies are getting to me. Party foul. Everyone drink. Okay. <laughs> he said, uh, I think I would want to be Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. Because he is currently ranked first in the major league of eating. Now I see how many pieces of sushi I could eat in an hour. And I guess, my guess would be around 200 pieces easy. I'm really impressed by his choice of sushi as the uh, food that you're trying to Yeah, sushi expands. I think eat. like rice expands in your stomach. So that's pretty interesting. Honestly, sushi feels really good after you eat it, so you might as well. If you're going to overeat anything, yeah, sushi would not be a bad one, maybe. I don't know. Maybe there's some a, sashimi. There's a place in Granger, um, like right next to uh, the Metro Diner, that is all-you-can-eat sushi. Oh, really? For like 25 bucks. And the thing is, if you leave any pieces over, you have to pay for each piece individually. So you can order whatever you want. We just have to eat it all. Oh. So I want my friend Baxter, who may or may not become president someday. And he and I sat down and together we demolished either 15 or 16 rolls. Oh, so we had eight man. rolls each. And so eight times eight. So 64 pieces. Oh, man. Probably each. And we had edamame and pot stickers and spring rolls. <laughs> so we had like a couple of entrees too because it's all free. Yeah. Not free, but it's all, all part of the all you could eat. So. Do you think you could ever do 200 pieces? Do you think uh, you could do 100 pieces of sushi with that with that record under your belt already? It, you know, I w- the way I would do it is I would do – I wouldn't do it based on like flavor. I would do it based on like California roll. You know what I mean? Smaller piece and just go at it compared to the sexy dragon roll, which is, (laughs) you know, has like tempura and six pieces of shrimp. And it's really, and that tastes amazing, Mm -hmm. right? It has caviar on top of it and everything, right? But it's not, it's not like economical for trying to do a lot of pieces. So I probably do, I could probably do a hundred. That would be tough. That'd be really tough to do a hundred, but I could probably do a hundred, I think. Yeah, uh, who would you be if you could walk in their shoes, and uh, what would you do? 
I've thought a lot about just being a dog, like have no responsibility for a day. Yeah. Like just kind of wander around, like sniff stuff and I don't know, like kind of be as lazy as you want, but like just for like one day. I don't think I could do a life of that, but one day would be nice. See what's going on around you. Yeah. Just a vibe. Yeah. See the smells you can sniff. Like dogs like really live in the present moment, you know? Yeah. They're like pros at, uh, that's kind of the goal, I think. Be ever present. That's a really good question, John. Probably like Andre the Giant. <laughs> yeah. See how many pieces of sushi I could eat. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be kind of cool. Something, someone like who's just abnormally large or someone who's like extremely small and tiny. Like a human? Yeah, like a two-foot human. Yeah. You know, like the smallest human. I don't know who that is. There's the some small man. humans out there, yeah. Yeah. See just what that's like. I think that'd be kind of interesting. I don't know what else. I think everything else, like, I could low key do. Yeah. You know, like, uh, I mean, I could be Edison, or I could be George Washington. You know, I mean, or I could be Caesar, or I could be, you know. But those are all just regular humans. I mean, they're all different and unique, but yeah, they're not like super large or super small. Maybe super, maybe Elon Musk. It'd be kind of cool to see what what it's like to be Elon Musk or what his brains. At, what actually is going on in his brain? Yeah, would be interesting. And what would you yeah. do? I would just go on Joe Rogan and smoke a bunch of weed. <laughs> <laughs> as Elon Musk, as or Elon as Musk. Andre the Giant, <laughs> as Elon Musk. Okay. Yeah, Andre the Giant. I'd just go on Joe Rogan and drink a bunch. <laughs> I heard like one time he drank like seventy beers in the back of a truck. Andre the Giant. Did? Yeah, yeah. No way. Because he couldn't get in the truck, so they literally had to like. He had to like sit in it in the back of the bed and just drink beers the whole way. Because he didn't fit. Yeah. I bet he was just in pain all the time too. He probably was. Yeah. Maybe I don't want to be Andre the Giant. Yeah. Yeah. Good question, John. Yeah. How many pieces of sushi do you think you can get right now, John? You could eat. I bet he's thinking about food because he can't. He's not eating as much food right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sushi's a good choice though. It sounds like. Yeah, sushi is a great choice. The the people at the sushi place, the all you could eat sushi spot that I would go to, they'd say like football players from Notre Dame would come and just feast. Oh yeah. Yeah, just like go ham and just order so much food. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty interesting. Slam the, uh, the all you can eat the buffet. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, especially when it's like made to order sushi. And it was pretty solid sushi. I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty solid. What's going on with my pop filter here? If you haven't watched the YouTube video, you know I'm struggling right now. It's not too <laughs> bad. Okay. All right. I saved the last question, the best question for last. Um, I don't know if it's the best question. We said it's a good question though. Aaron. Aaron asks. He's asked a couple ones, and I, I'm so thankful, Aaron. Thanks for asking these things. I stopped attending my church due to a questionable teaching. How bad is it that I haven't told anyone? I don't want to get gaslit by the leadership. Gaslighted by the leadership. Huh. How bad is it, he says. How bad is it? Uh, I I say do what you want. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think it's bad that you stop going to church. Yeah. I don't think that's a bad thing. And sometimes, man, churches 
there's some questionable stuff at churches. And if it's not edifying and if it's not building up people's lives and it's just a place where people are just kind of doing the monotonous, you know, doing the, the same old, same old. If it's not life-giving, man, there's there's you need to be in a community of people that are life-giving. Mm-hmm. You know, now I I don't know if it's bad. I mean, I think it would probably be good to go and talk to them and tell them why. I it, uh, th- this is how this is how much I th- like. I am I would say like thirty percent of me says go talk to them. Seventy percent of me says don't don't worry about it. But thirty percent says go talk to them because one, it's a community of people. Your church is a community of people. And so it's mm-hmm. good to understand where your community is at. And the church is not one person. It's a group of people that make up the church. And so if you feel this way, you're part of that group, you know, and and you also have um, should have some direction and, and be able to, to kind of voice what you want. There should be freedom to to feel how you feel and talk about it. And um, maybe Free, freedom and truth, uh, freedom and truth. Yeah. yeah, I really believe freedom Pursue and truth. The, the truth of what you're feeling and feel free to say it if you want to, yeah. but feel free not and, to. And, and I would approach them as, uh, you know, depending on what the teaching is, just ask them why, why they taught that and then tell them how it makes you feel. Because um, and, and even be like, hey, these are some things that I, I feel. And, and if they gaslight you, they're not good leadership. So you shouldn't be at that church anyways. If they gaslight you, that tells you exactly what you should be doing in this situation. I mean, you probably already know that too. Uh, I hope they don't gaslight you. That's unfortunate. Because a real a real leader will listen to its congregation and love you through any situation. Because you're family. That's what it should be. It should be family and community. It shouldn't be about you have to follow my way or the highway. And if someone's saying, follow my way or the highway, they're being a mini, mini messiah, and uh, that turns more into a cult. So I think, and the great thing about the Bible, this is what I love about the Bible, and that's something uh, Alice and I have talked about a bunch. There's some black and white stuff in the Bible. There's a lot of gray. Yeah, that's right. There's a lot of interpretation. And if you look at all of the cultures who are a part of the, like, around it i mean you got catholic you got jewish people you got messianic jewish people you've got lutherans you've got you know your your pentecostal you got your mennonite they're all so different and so unique and whatever church you're going to could not like god god connects to each one of those these these groups of people and each people inside of those groups individually and speaks to them all differently and so if your pastor thinks that this is how it is now you know let, let's say the teaching is something a little bit more i don't know what the teaching is it'd be kind of interesting to hear what the teaching is yeah definitely um because there's ways to interpret it and then sometimes like i think this happens to me too when i'm trying to communicate something and i know what i mean and when i'm t- telling someone it comes across as it comes across differently, not not the way that I meant to portray it, or not what my heart meant to say. And so I wonder if that might be part of it. I don't know. I don't know the situation, but I don't think you should feel bad about it, Aaron. I don't think you should feel shame about it. Um, and if you want to talk to him, I think it might be good for the church. It might be healthy for the church to talk to him. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, it's okay, bro. 
And I would say, you know, find some place that actually builds you as an individual. Um, I really like the church that I go to because we're very community minded. It's not about the message we go to. It's about the people we interact with and, and then the people around us and how do we, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff going on around us. Yeah. You know, people are having a, people are doing a lot of things and dealing with a lot of stuff and a lot of hurt. And so how do you just bring a little Jesus into their life and not like forcing Jesus down their throat, but like more of like, yo, like, um, how do you just have peace and hope and love and just bring that to people's life? That's not a bad thing. Encouragement speak a little life yeah and so that's what our church is really about is making making life helping those around you and it's not about the church and, and making the church nice and doing the programs at the church it's about connecting with your neighbors and living life with them and helping them out when they need help you know so that's that's what i think church is about now not that's this is a little bit more on my tangent what i'm talking about but um yeah, Aaron, I, I don't know if it's the worst thing. I'd say 30% of me says talk to him. 70% says you're gravy, baby. Don't worry about it. How's that? Nice. Do you have any things you want to say? I guess if there's a fear of getting gaslit, then... But, I mean, like, you could avoid that, but you could also, like, I don't know. It kind of depends on where you're at. If you feel like you're ready to be honest about it with people... You could say that, but I've also just kind of disappeared from places before without, yeah. it's like, there's no harm in that either. People don't have to have like a reason for why you left all the time. You know, what's interesting when, when I was at Grace College, yeah, there were times when the leadership would ask me to meet or people who were in spiritual authority over me. I use that really loosely, like growth group leaders, RAs, uh, chapel leaders, they meet with me and, and every time they met with me it was not a time to encourage and love it was always something that I did wrong and how can I get better and that really scarred me mm-hmm. I got really worried when I when I would go when uh, after in life when someone in leadership would ask to meet with me it was never I always automatically assumed that it was going to be bad stuff and my pastor at the church that I go to now, he would he would always ask me to meet with him. And we would just spend time and he would just want to hear how I'm doing. And that was so weird to have someone who I believed was an authority over me not meet with me to tell me what I was doing wrong, but to just hear how I was doing and encourage me to do good stuff. Mm-hmm. There was not a reason for me to meet with him to meet with me other than, hey, I just want to meet with you. And so that's super healthy. Um, and so... You know, Aaron, if you're feeling that, man, I would just, there's other stuff out there. There's a lot out there, you know, there's a lot of freedom out there. So mm-hmm. follow it. Cool. Okay. So we have, uh, is that it for questions? That's it for questions. We have had a future. So I'm, uh, I'm thinking maybe we should, um, let's do that. Let's do that. So I am going to, going to sync it up. Let's do, let's, let's do that. So let's sync it up. Let's let's sync this bad boy up. Let's uh okay. Tim and Lincoln, am I becoming predictable? Because last week you said that I should do escape rooms and that it might be on my list, and yeah, you were right. It's on my list. I was gonna space it apart 
so that I wasn't doing stuff like axe throwing and escape rooms back to back, but you brought it up, you said you wanted it, so fatter future, escape rooms. Or if you don't want to do a fatter future for that, since we already talked about it, if you could choose one trendy thing like that, like axe throwing, escape rooms, top golf, if you could only do one in your lifetime, which one would you choose? I have to get up and so, <laughs> folks. If you have, not, if you're not watching the YouTube video, you just missed me shaking my booty. <laughs> Let me tell you, you missed out. Um, <clears throat> we're, we're recording in this barn in Kansas, as you can tell from all the things around us. And typically, I can control my GoPro from my my phone, so I make it really smooth, seamless. Well, this I have to get up and go turn off the GoPro, and it's a whole fun time. And so. Uh, it'll be fun to edit it all out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. But, yeah, Fatter Future, escape rooms. Now, that's a great question, Elisa. You just come you come with the great questions. She keeps crushing it. Oh, yeah, for sure. What for do you, sure. What do you think? You think escape rooms? Let's answer both. I think both. Lincoln, what do you think? <laughs> well, um, honestly, I think they're kind of a fad. But I think there's going to be other similar things escape that rooms? people are going you think to come es- up with. Escape rooms are going to be a fad? Kind of. I mean, it might last for a while. And it might always be a little bit there, like trickling. But I feel like people are going to come up with other new ideas similar yeah. to that that are like, they might be the same. Like they might be the same thing at the most like basic level. Like at the core level. Yeah, but yeah. slightly different. And it yeah. might it might. Like, shift and change over time. Like top know. golf is kind of similar to axe throwing and, and where it's a you go to a place and you do an activity. I feel like escape rooms are a little different because it's more like rock climbing. I mean rock climbing is an activity too, but and I guess they're all, but like I, I just feel like escape rooms like one big puzzle. It's like a team building activity too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of. I think escape rooms are here to stay. That's my personal oh, yeah. opinion. It is a unique idea. Right. It is. I like it. I think it's uh, and I think it's versatile. Where when you axe throw and when you top golf, right, you're doing the same basically thing every time you do it. In mean, escape room, the you're you're solving a puzzle, but the escape room changes and does change. So that's true. The theme, the theme changes. Variation is there. Yep. Uh, there's an escape room in Goshen that I've gone to, and every three to six months they have a new theme to do. So you're not doing the same escape room over and over and over. That again. keeps it around longer. For I sure. think so. Yeah, because yeah, with Top Golf, you're swinging the Top Golf every single time. Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah. Well, so what what trendy thing would you go and do? You think out of all of them? I've what's not the one? done any of them. Uh, you never done an escape room? No. Oh, we should do one. So, ooh. ooh, you know what another trendy thing is like a trampoline park. I guess sky yeah, zone. that would be fun. That I feel like that's also like a trendy, you know. Yeah. Axe throwing, top golf, trampoline jumping. You know, what I mean, those are kind of all trendy fads. Um, I'll tell you what trendy thing I would love to do. At least I've thought about this for a long time. What do we got driving now? Truck. A truck, okay. Big truck. Old, it'll be all diesel truck. This is what I'd love to do, Elisa. I would love to 
do one of those things where you get on a cart and you all pedal together and you you go from brewery to brewery to brewery. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the trendy thing I would love to do. That or on a boat or like a – but, yeah, yeah, the, the little cycling one. Is that your grandpa? He's going to drive oh, right maybe. over here. Might oh, he's be. crushing it. Oh, he's coming yeah. right over here. <laughs> I dig it. Oh, and the big tractor's coming too. Let's go. Oh, that's looking good. So, yeah, thanks, Elisa. That's a good question. I think it, I probably would try an escape room. Yeah. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I think so too. Yeah, escape rooms are pretty legit. Mm-hmm. I, I think I like those out of. I've I not done axe throwing and except in the backyard with my friends. Yeah, that'd be cool. I like the theme idea of escape room. I feel like you could learn some stuff doing that. I think so too. too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big puzzle. It's like really engaging the mind. Well, folks, I think we've come to the end of our time. What do you think? I think so. Yeah, I think so too. Um, you know, I'll, I'll tell you this, guys. If you're watching the YouTube video, you stick around. We're going to do a little, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. No, okay. All right, guys, we'll catch you later. Bye. <laughs>